0: What's good, y'all? Welcome back to the Playmakers Corner Podcast. I'm your host for today, Simon Villanos, and we're back at it on this episode request part 38 with more class of 22 players. And you know what? We're going south for this episode, first in Georgia and then eventually in Texas. We got a bunch of studs on this one, uh, players that you might already know, and then other players that were requested that you may not know. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into it. Right off the bat, we got Caleb Coley, the 6-foot, 155-pound cornerback from Houston County High School in Warner Robins, Georgia. He is a three-star recruit with offers to Michigan State, Northwestern, and Wisconsin, just to name a few. And he will be a senior this next year, so class of 22. So... This isn't the first time we've been in Houston County. In fact, we've been there two other times, so make sure you check out the Simeon Askew and the Jalen Jordan breakdowns. Those are in previous request episodes, and all of them are defensive players. And Caleb Coley, you know, he's he's part of that fantastic defense over there, uh, over at Houston County. And it it shows, you know, he's one of the leaders, and he's part of what makes that team great. So without further ado, let's go ahead and uh, hop in. This thing. So, the thing that really stood out to me the most about Caleb is that he's just a very good all around athlete. You know, he's a tough hitter against the pass and run, and he is a physical presence out there. Whatever team um, he eventually commits to will be getting a guy at cornerback who could hit. And is not afraid to hit, you know, he's just one of those guys who always gets uh, those right angles and, you know, makes it happen out there. So, Caleb Coley, he really makes his presence known, not only as a cover guy, but somebody who can set the tone. Time and time again, whether it's the pass or the run, he'll make it happen. And so that's something you got to keep in mind when playing this kiddo. And in my opinion, that's probably one of his best traits. The thing that really makes, I guess, his brand of football, Caleb Coley football. He's a tough guy, a tough hitter and a presence back there for sure. Uh, and then obviously on top of that, he's just a very good athlete, you know, a uh, great acceleration. And he uses that time and time again to bait quarterbacks into picks, which, you know, is pretty insane. Uh, if you just watch his uh, interceptions, you know, he really does bait the quarterback and, you know, forces them to throw to a guy that they think is open. But isn't really open. And, you know, with his acceleration, also, he's like six foot two, um, six foot 155, I meant. He just covers the field really well. And so he's a great cover corner, he plays both a zone and man as well. Um, very good, specifically against man. I think that's probably his strongest suit there, I would say. But either way, you know, he's just an all around great athlete. And, you know, that athleticism allows him to be an impact on this football field uh, all the time really you know he's everywhere whether it's the pass game run game a little bit of offense as well but we'll talk about that later so going back and talking about his ability against the run uh, well it's very good is what it is his ability against the run is very good not only is he a tough hitter but you know he takes good angles he's not an emotional player that'll just try to get in there and hit a dude like hit a blocker nah he makes good angles time and time again whether it's a sweep dive whatever he's in there trying to make a play and that's something that really stood out to me on top of that he just has good field awareness and high and a high football IQ there are multiple times whether it's in the pass or the run where he just sees the play before it happens and you could tell he sees the play because he quickly gets himself into position to make a big play on the ball whether it's you know making a big hit causing a turnover whether that's a fumble or interception either way he's there and so the IQ is you know very apparent there you see it all the time when he's just out there doing his thing and you know you love to have those smart corners out there because they take away a lot of uh, things to worry about just being honest Uh, whether it's in the pass game or in the run game and better yet for Caleb here it's both so there you go. Uh, another thing, I kind of mentioned this already, you know, he'll bait quarterbacks if the throws his way, but he is still very productive when baiting those quarterbacks. There are a lot of times where, you know, he just, he'll just come down with the ball. You know, if you throw it his way, he's going to come down with the ball. That's it. So don't throw it his way because he just has great athleticism. And, you know, if he's not going to attack the ball and well first off he has fantastic hands and so if he's not catching the ball that's probably your first problem there because if you throw it his way there's a good chance that he's gonna come down with it because he just has fantastic hands but if he's not catching the ball you know his hands are in there he's making receiver comfortable he's pounding on those arms on those wrists and making sure that they drop that ball as quickly as possible and so you know, he's just very productive in the past game. Whether he's getting picks or not, you know, he's just there. He just does a good job of getting himself into position consistently making big plays. There's not a lot of guys who could do that. A lot of guys are athletic corners, you know. There's a lot of athletic corners in the country, but. One of the things that separate those athletic corners from others is um, whether they can get themselves into position to make big plays and whether they can actually finish the big play. And in my opinion, if you're on defense finishing a big play, it has to be a turnover. You know, you know, obviously breaking up the pass and all that stuff, um, tackling the guy, that's great and all, but... You know, one of the other things that separate great defensive players from good ones are the ones that are turnover machines. And you know, when it comes down to it, you could count on them to make a play if the ball comes their way. And so Caleb is definitely one of those players. Um, He's just, he's a weapon out there on defense. You know, you can move him wherever and he makes it happen. And you love to see it. So there you go. Uh, A couple other things here to just list before I move on to some things I'd like to see him work on. Uh, I feel like this is something very obvious, uh, but I'm going to say it anyways. He's very efficient in man and zone. He could play either, um, make plays in either. You just see that happen on film. Also, very solid offensive film. You know, when you have good offensive film as a defensive player, to me, it shows that you could potentially be a great special teams player obviously you already know he could hit but caleb um he has good speed and agility as well and so he could definitely return some kicks do his job there or you know be some be a gunner of some sort that'll take down a player either way you could have him on special teams and feel good about it and to be honest with you moving forward because he is a d1 player uh, no doubt about it easily a d1 player uh, in case you know the offers didn't reflect that but Moving forward, something that could potentially get him more playing time, like just faster in general, is his ability to be a force on special teams. I really do believe that. And you know, if you do good on special teams, that does sometime translate to playing time and starting eventually on defense. And so, you know, the future is bright for Caleb for sure. He has a lot of talent and he's willing to do the dirty work on both sides of the ball and on special teams. So, you know, you really can't go wrong recruiting this player. To be honest with you, more more teams should be recruiting this guy. At least in Michigan State, Northwestern, and Wisconsin, because uh, those are the biggest offers that I saw so far. At least according to 24/7 Sports. So there you go. But let's talk about some things that he could still improve on, because he is a three-star. He could be a 4 or 5 star. Um, well, actually, in my opinion, he could probably be a low-end 4 star. He's definitely a high-end 3 star, no doubt about it. But he could I could see him being a 4 star in different situations if, you know, he was to play for different teams around the country. But that's neither here or there. Either way, let's talk about how he could improve, you know, eventually be that starter on the D1 level and then maybe go pro. Obviously... If you don't work on any of these things, then mm, I don't know about going pro, but we'll see. So, I think the biggest thing that's a little concerning that I saw kind of a lot is that there are a number of times he just turns around way too late to make a play. Like, he has his back to the quarterback, and I get it, he's playing the receiver, and, you know, he has quick hands so that, you know, he can knock the ball out, but there are just a lot of times where he just doesn't turn around fast enough. And because of that, it it either stops him from getting an interception or getting a turnover, or it just puts him in a very difficult position to make a play. Now, he's talented enough to still make that play, but as you go on and play better players, move on to the next level, you're not going to have as many players... um, who are not going to be able to make a play on you if you, they're if your back is turned to the quarterback and so I, I don't know. I, I just like to see him turn around a little bit better, you know, do a better job of keeping his eye out on the QB. Uh, I feel like that could help him uh, turn around a little bit faster or just have better awareness uh, altogether that could, you know, obviously saying just have better awareness isn't a very constructive thing to say, but you know, that comes with film work, you know, just seeing what tendencies are there uh, between that quarterback and receiver. So either way, He could do a little bit of a better job, just turning around better, having better timing there. Because I could definitely see a universe where he doesn't turn around and, you know, a guy mosses him or something like that because he's not in position to make a play. And so, you know, there you go. That's how he gets better. I think that's one of the biggest things holding him back from being rated higher or getting more offers. So, there you go. The second thing... That is probably the most concerning when it comes to Caleb. Is is just his weight. Now, physicality is not a problem. There's a difference between, you know, physicality, strength, and weight. Um, between those three, I would say. He has strength. He's physical. You know, you see that all the time. But weight-wise, I like to see him gain a little bit more weight. At 155, that's probably an outdated, you know, weight, to be honest. He might be at 165 or 170, but I like to see him gain some weight uh, because, I, in my opinion, as a defensive guy, as a defensive coach, I look at Caleb and I think he could do a lot of great things. You know, he's a, as well-rounded as they come. But something that I want to see him develop into or potentially, you know, develop into is a bump and run type of corner. Because, you know, with, with that speed, agility, acceleration, positioning, hands, I like to see him just be... A bump and run type of guy, somebody who could give corners on the outside, you know, run for their money, be physical with them, rattle them a little bit. And, you know, if it's a blitz type of situation and you're on an island, I feel good about that. If he could be a good bump and run guy and, you know, you're sending multiple guys there, he's on an island or quarterback throws it up and I could bet on Caleb coming down on it. And now, you know, if he was in any other situation, like not playing bump and run, or not pressing, you will probably still come down with it. But if it's a red zone type of situation, I'd really like to see him just improve that press, you know, get a little bit more weight, get a little bit stronger there, um, and just see how he does against, uh, honestly, just a fast, well, not faster, but bigger receivers who will put their hands on him and be physical all around from release to catch i want to see him be able to match that physicality and in the red zone shut that guy down now if you're in the red zone in my opinion you know you don't need to get a pick you really don't but i need you to stop uh this receiver from scoring and so uh i am a little concerned about the weight and i'm sure a couple other colleges are as well and so if you can put on a little bit more while you know maintaining that speed and agility I could feel better about it, or he could just be really good against the press, and then, in my opinion, at that point, it doesn't matter as much. But just like to see him be better as a press uh, type of corner, and you know, just work on that. So, last thing here, and probably not, probably not the biggest deal. He has good speed, you know, like very good speed, I would say, but it isn't like elite. Speed Like a miles purchase here in Colorado miles purchase in my opinion has elite speed and that's why he's able to cover a whole field by himself. Just being honest there because um, there are times where you know Caleb's covering and the receiver has a step on him um, a couple of steps on him honestly. And so you know if there's any way you could continue to work on that speed and get you know all we can out of it that would really help his game and you know potentially make him more of an elite an elite type of prospect rather than a very good one, which, you know, very good is still very good. But we're talking about trying to get your game to the next level here. If he can't, that's fine. He, you know, he has very good positioning anyways. And there are times, which I didn't mention before, but there are a lot of times where he would just force the receiver out of bounds. So he's just very aware of the field there. And so speed isn't as big of a problem. But, you know, if there's any way that could be improved, do it. So, yeah. Talking Outlook here about Caleb. Um, Don't know where he's going to go. I kind of like him going to Northwestern. I know they're building something there. Uh, Wisconsin wouldn't be bad either, but uh, we'll just have to see. I think Caleb Coley is probably one of the most underrated players in in the entire country, in my honest opinion. You know, i don't think he deserves the three stars i really do he probably deserves four stars um that's kind of where i'm at you know i love that he's just an all-around great athlete love that he's super physical against you know the pass and the run and then man that positioning that's something that really separates him from other corners honestly because you have a lot of corners who are lengthy uh good great athletes probably better athletes than caleb here But they don't do as good of a job as getting to position as him. And so if I'm a college coach building a program or, you know, or actually how about this? If I'm the University of Texas, I I know I'm a Texas fan, so I'm a little biased. But if I am the University of Texas under Steve Sarkeesian and I'm trying to, you know, build a defense or continue to build a defense and get some diamonds in the rough, not really diamonds in the rough, but get some players that, you know, maybe aren't as recruited as some other ones, I'd go hard at Caleb Coley and be like, hey, man, come be a Longhorn here in Austin. You're going to go against some of the best offensive talent in the entire country playing in the Big 12. And, you know, let's make something happen, man. You know, we've been building something. And so, you know, Caleb Coley is probably one of those sleeper prospects who will be big time someday. Just saying it right now, you know, as of May 15th, 2021, Caleb Coley could be something extremely special but we'll see coming up next we're going to go back south to Texas uh, around the Dallas area first and then more south after that and talk about some of these class of 22 Texas football players coming up next all right welcome back To the Playmakers Corner, we're back in Texas, and we are going to talk about Kip Lewis, the 6'1", 200-pound linebacker. He is a four-star committed to Oklahoma from Carthage High School. Um, Like I said, he's a junior right now, and so next year, he will be a senior, so class of 22. Uh, First things first, gotta go ahead and extend a congratulations to Kip here, uh, Carthage. They easily... One state in 2020. Just looking through their schedule. um, Just honestly there really weren't a lot of teams that appeared to put up much of a fight against them. Even in the playoffs. And usually in the Texas playoffs. You know in regular season you got got a lot of teams that are obviously better than others. In the playoffs that kind of evens out eventually. That didn't really even out for them. Because they easily won at least in my opinion. And Kip Lewis was a huge part of this team i believe as of right now he is the highest rated player on the squad they do have a quarterback i want to say as well but they both might be four star maybe three star i'll have to check that again but either way i feel like he's very deserving of his rating and here's why i think he's properly rated that is but here's why number one his biggest strength The thing that separates him from other players in the country, the thing that separates him from other players in Texas, even, is that he's just a fantastic athlete. Man, he has great top-end speed and agility that, like I said, just separates him from other linebackers in general in the country he cleans up a lot of plays but it's not like you know the cleanup type of plays where you know they get zero yards or maybe one or two yards no it's the type of plays where you know he just uses his athleticism and you know if he has a free range shot at the guy he's gonna go get him and tackle them for a loss time and time again again now This Carthage defense is very well coached. You know, you see uh, them fill their gaps very well. I think that's one of their strengths for sure. But, you know, when those gaps are filled by those linemen, Kip Lewis easily gets in there and fills those right away. And... It's very common to just see him getting tackle after tackle behind the line of scrimmage, whether especially on sweeps and tosses. If you're trying to run it outside, you can't against Kip Lewis and Carthage. Take that away. You probably have a better chance inside. And that's nothing against Kip Lewis um, that's probably a little bit more against his D line, which isn't bad either. But you know, if you're trying to go outside, that's pretty risky because outside plays tend to be uh, blown up for bigger losses. At least in my opinion and so just in general i really haven't seen many linebackers as fast as kip lewis here uh, he might be the fastest linebacker we've covered up to date no doubt and so you know his strength really is just flying to the ball taking good angles blowing up a bunch of plays that's his strength he's probably one of the best against the run. Um, Not just because of his ankles and stuff. I think the thing that makes him the best is his athleticism. There's no doubt about it. Also, he could be a very physical hitter. So strength is obviously not an issue. You know, if he has a free shot on a guy, you know, he's going to blow them up. And, you know, he'll cause some fumbles here, there, or, you know, just make some very good hits. And uh, luckily enough, at least on a lot of the film I watched. You know, you have some good backs who could hold on to it. But, um, you know, that doesn't mean that Kip Lewis isn't a great playmaker and can get in there and cause, you know, disruption and chaos altogether because he definitely can't. So there you go. Uh, Another thing, you know, and his athleticism kind of like helps him out all, you know, all around, which is obvious because obviously you want to recruit the best athletes and if you're one of the best athletes in the country, You'll get a scholarship where you'll be highly recruited. And so uh, I think that athleticism really, really uh, helps him earn those four stars. No doubt about it. But enough of the talking about his athleticism and him against the run. Let's talk about him against the pass, which I feel like makes him exceptional as well. In the passing game, his athleticism, I don't want to say bails him out, but it definitely helps him, uh, you know, just be a very efficient player or linebacker in coverage. He has played both a man and zone. I think in zone, he does a very good job of being disciplined, taking away those passing options and either forcing the quarterback to run or throw to a dump off. Most of the time, you know, the quarterback chooses to run, at least in what I saw. So... There you go. And then, you know, once he's running, then that's, I mean, once, if Kip is free, he's going to get out there and light him up. So, you know, that's, that's game over at that point. You want to force them to run rather than pass, I would say, but you, but he still, he could still play the zone. There's no doubt about that. Uh, in addition, you know, he did show that he's a very capable player in man to man, although he is raw, which I'm just going to throw that out there. Like I said, his athleticism helps him out a lot. And so you do see him go man-to-man where the nickel you know, corner would usually be and shut that guy down, or at least get into position to shut that guy down. So there you go. But let's go ahead and talk about some things I'd like to see him improve here uh, moving forward because I did mention a lot how he's a great athlete. Now, being a great athlete doesn't make you into a great football player. It doesn't exactly translate that way. So, number one, uh, even though he is very solid against the pass, and we've done breakdowns on linebackers who are only good against the run or only good against the pass, uh, Kip here could do both. One of them very, very well, if not the best, and the other one, you know, very, very solid, I would say, and, you know, you could probably guess what that is, but i like to see him this next year, because he is a junior. He's a 22 guy going into next year. i like to see him, you know, just refine that pass coverage game. His athleticism, honestly, with his athleticism, he should have had a couple picks this year. And next year, he should have a couple picks. And by a couple, I mean, you know, maybe three or four. I feel like Texas seasons are a little bit longer than others, so I feel like that's fair. But... If you're somebody at six one two hundred and you can run around like that, and you're not able to at least get one pick, or at least get in position for one pick, because I feel like there were a lot of times he was just out of position because you know he's not a cornerback, he's not Caleb Coley, and he's not a safety either. So there you go. But I just I just want to see him get more picks, be more productive. In the pass game. And I think that's uh, definitely a weak point. In his game for sure. So getting to position and all that stuff. I feel like is probably his biggest weakness here. In his coverage game. And so film work will help with that. And then just in general. Just being disciplined. And uh, just working on that back pedal. And all that great stuff. But I think film work will for sure. Help him refine his pass game all around. Not just getting into position either. And then also. I would like to see how he fares one-on-one against bigger receivers or tight ends. Uh, Potentially here, he could work on his press game as well. Now, I know he's fantastic against the run, and in a red zone situation, if possible, I would like to have him, uh, you know, I'd I'd like to have him just be able to roam free and, you know, be able to do his thing against the run. But there are going to be situations where I feel like you know it's going to be a pass. Or this team that they're going to play against. There's going to be a team that they play against. I'm not naming any names. I'm just saying in general. That will be, you know, the type of team that will pass on the goal line. Or maybe not the goal line. But pass in the red zone. And that's who they are. They're a passing team. And so for Kip here, I want to see if you could go 1-1 on with their biggest receiver. And shut him down. And so if you could work on that press game. Work on that man coverage uh, specifically. He could be very, very good. Even better and even a bigger lethal weapon out here on the defense. And then last but not least, this is probably... One of the other things that really concerns me the most, uh, outside of his, you know, coverage skills, is is his pass rushing skills. As a pass rusher, even though he's listed as an outside linebacker and he's coming off the edge, uh, there really isn't much there. Now, he'll get sacks and whatnot, but that's because of his athleticism. He just runs around the tackle or whoever's blocking, and that's cool. You know, I bet a lot of players could do that if they're athletic like him. But the thing that's really missing are just those pass rushing moves. He doesn't... I don't want to say he doesn't have them. I'm sure he does. But I didn't see them. And I didn't see much block shedding moves. And they weren't utilized as much as I'd like to see. It was really just him using his athleticism. Which is fine. You know, that's fine. Because if you make the play, you make the play. But on the next level... And don't get it twisted. Texas football is a great talent. You know, but on the next level... You're going to be... You're going to go against linemen who are just better. You know, they may have the size and all that there in Texas, but some of them don't have the skill. And it depends on the player. But some of them just don't have the skill. And so uh, for Kip to really be a great all-around defensive player, he needs to be able to put pressure on the quarterback. I need to see rip moves, spin moves, um, you know, swim moves. I need to see something there. I need to see him just be productive against those tackles against uh, you know, double teams as well because You know, and not that there are any linemen that could keep up with him, but say they were a tackle and a guard or, you know, tackle and tight end, whatever blocking situation you'd like to have against Kip. But say there was a duo that could double team him. He needs to be able to fight out of it. He needs to be able to anticipate and then execute a pass rushing or block shedding move. Um, And there you go. Just because on the next level, your athleticism could only bring you so far. You gotta be refined in other ways as well, and so refining himself in um, in terms as a pass rusher would really help him out. And so to work on this, i just like to see him develop quicker hands, have overall better hand fighting. (laughs) He just didn't use his hands as well as he could, and so I think that's the first step. Use your hands, right? Be a great hand fighter. Don't let the lineman put your hands on you, even though you are more athletic and could either shake them or out-muscle them. Gotta use your hands, so... There you go. And then last but not least, I'm not as concerned about this because, to be honest with you, I could probably do without it um, if I'm a defensive guy or if I'm a DC. But, you know, it never hurts putting on some weight. I think if he does put on weight, as long as he maintains his speed and agility, he's good. um, Because I think his strength is solid right now. But it could probably be a little bit better. Like I said, not as concerned about that. Uh, I see him more as a speed, faster linebacker anyway. So, you know, keep that. But, you know, maybe put on a little bit more weight. If you could get to 210, 215, I I, I like that. I like that. So, we'll leave that there. But coming up next, we're going to talk about another linebacker, this time in Houston. Alright, welcome back. Right here, we got Roy Morris, the 5'11", 201-pound linebacker slash safety out of ce king high school in houston texas he is another junior so class of 22. we're gonna go ahead and switch it up and kind of talk about his areas of improvement first slash some things i'd like to see next year and so right off the bat i feel like there's a very limited film i want to say he was a first year varsity starter either this year or last year either way i just like to see a little bit more film there, uh, especially film when it comes to coverage ability. Uh, You know, I know how he is against the run and all that stuff. That's fine. But it really never hurts to put more coverage film, even if you're not picking it off. And I just want to see, you know, just like um, just like Kip Lewis, i like to see how he fares against bigger tight ends and receivers. And just in general, I want to see if he could be a cover guy. Like, a cover guy that can move around and, you know, cover bigger receivers, potentially. Or tight ends, either way. I'd like to see a lot more coverage film there and just film in general. So, there you go. Uh, another thing that he could definitely improve on is putting on a little bit more weight. Uh, I'm just going to be honest, on film, he look, looks lighter than, you know, his listed 200 pounds. So, if he could get to a playing weight of around 205 to... Two fifteen, I think he'd be in a very good spot there. So we'll we'll see. I I I don't want to speculate or anything, but I don't know if he was exactly at two hundred pounds when he was playing. So we will just have to see about that. Then as a linebacker, same deal as Kip Lewis. I think this is something that comes up with a lot of linebackers from Texas who are just you know athletic freaks of nature who are great against the run and um you know could cover a little bit but would like to see him just use his hands more to pass rush block shed all of that stuff he could have quicker hands and just have a wider variety of moves i think um he's a little bit better than kip at this but i i like to see more there and so you know just between the coverage film and between just using his hands more uh to get off those blocks i think that could help bring his game to the next level next year hopefully but enough of that let's go ahead and talk about the things i really like Uh, number one he has very good speed as a linebacker or a safety in my honest opinion as a linebacker he can be lethal with his speed but as a safety he would be about where he should be in my opinion for ad one d2 type of guy d1 may probably more fcs uh than anything so there you go. Uh, in addition, he just has good agility as well for for a linebacker if that is what he chooses to play uh, moving forward. Along with that, when given the chance, he is a very physical tackler and will cause fumbles uh, just because he's a hard hitter. You know, straight up. Uh, if he gets a good shot, he'll, he'll give him everything uh, really and just uh, pop that ball out. So that's something you love to see that he could get physical. And then um, I kind of mentioned this a little bit when talking about areas of improvements, but I said that about his past coverage game because, in my opinion, from the little film that I was able to watch, he is very capable covering in man or zone. There are a couple coverage sacks and, you know, turnovers that happened because of him because he was just blanketing the field, doing his job. And so that's a big time, you know. Uh, like I said, I want to see more of that. I want to see, like, hey... Is this somebody who could cover as a linebacker safety hybrid and you know really do what I ask him to do at a high level? I don't know. We'll see. And then last but not least, uh, he's not afraid to take on no linemen. He's physical enough to get in there and uh, be physical with them, put them on their butt, and then go make a good play. So altogether, Roy Morris, um, by the way, not rated. I don't believe he has any offers as of now. I could be wrong, though. Either way, he comes off to me as another sleeper type of player. Somebody who, you know, I'm glad has another year, has a senior year. Because I want to see a little bit more. I want to see Roy Morris just unleash on Texas talent. And show what he could really do. Because there are a lot of things I liked here, you know. He's an athlete for sure. So wherever he goes. And I do believe he can play on the next level easily. Whether it's, in my opinion, right now. If he was to play... Safety or linebacker, or you know, have that choice, he'd probably be more of a D2 guy, but one of those full ride D2 guys, and potentially an FCS. But he does have kind of a longer way to go before getting a full ride to an FCS, in my opinion. And so, altogether, I think he's a good athlete, I think he's somebody who hits hard, who covers well, but I just need to see more of it. I just I really do, you know. Um, Players who are versatile and could do it all, cover and hit and, you know, be good against the run and be good pass rushers, those are players that usually get recruited well. I feel like that's a very obvious thing to say, but just got to throw that out there. And so, there are a lot of things here that I see in Roy Morris that I'm like, yeah, that's really good, you know. Maybe he's a little bit shorter at 5'11", but honestly, you know, what's like two more inches? Like, Kip Lewis is 6'1", 200, and he's a four-star, so... There you go. Uh, While Roy here isn't, he's a no star as of right now. Um, But don't get it twisted. He's a good player. And I think he's somebody that will turn a lot of heads this next year. Uh, Hopefully, he's been working on his game. I assume he has because he wants to, you know, play on the next level and all that. So I'm just going to assume he does. But if he does a lot of these things that I've, uh, you know, that I said, like, you know, gain a little bit of weight. Um, continue to work on that coverage ability and work on those hands pass rushing ability. I don't know. I think this is a name that you hear a little bit more and will garner some uh, some attention here. So we'll just have to see. Obviously, best of luck to Roy. I think he's a solid player. He's probably He's more like a project player right now, I would say, but has the ceiling of somebody who could be a D1 guy. So we'll just have to see how that pans out here. Coming up next, we have our last player. We're going we're to go a little bit more south, back to Richmond, Texas. Alright, welcome back to the Playmakers Corner Podcast. This is our last player for this episode, Request Part 38, and it is Courage Ugo. Uh, hopefully I'm saying your name right, man. If not... Feel free to correct me. He is a 6'2", 180-pound cornerback from Foster High School in Richmond, Texas. He is a class of 22. If y'all remember, I did a, almost an all-Foster episode, breaking down Udoka Iziani, uh, Tyler Onyedim, and then Ashton Ojiaku. Uh, courage is obviously part of that fantastic defense. And so, you know, if you want to check out some of his teammates, go ahead and check out that episode. without further ado let's talk about some of the things i'd like to see courage improve on going into his senior year here so number one uh, in my opinion his athleticism is a little bit of a concern his top end speed specifically isn't the greatest in the world i'd say it's about average maybe below average for a cornerback and that's a little concerning so with that being said Um, I'd like to see him get more explosive if possible, work on that acceleration, especially if he's, you know, playing off and all that. i like to see him, you know, be a little bit faster to come up to make that tackle. And so working on that acceleration and, and explosiveness in general will go a long way helping him out. Uh, in addition, I feel like his footwork and agility could definitely be improved. I'd like to see him have a, you know, faster feet for sure. Be able to move a little bit quicker there and just be more agile. And then, potentially, this isn't the biggest deal when it comes to, you know, improving his athleticism. But I'd like to see him get a little bit more stronger. And be more of a force out there against the run. Actually, this is probably one of the things that, you know, if he's working on his speed and agility, this is something that i like to see him work on a bit more. But i just like to see him be tougher. Be bigger. Well, maybe not tougher. That's probably not the right word. But be stronger against the run. Because honestly, there were just times I just didn't see him pop somebody. And I'm a little bit concerned about that. Because it's not like he's the smaller cornerback in the world or the lankiest cornerback in the world like like his safety ashton ojiaku uh he's a little bit of a smaller guy didn't have as big of hits but also he was more of a cover guy anyways courage here is a bigger corner and so i just want to see him just be strong against the run and you know be a force out there be somebody like a caleb coley who people are gonna remember when you hit him you know, they're gonna you're gonna be the type of guy, or I want him to be the type of guy, that people are afraid to run against because you got a big old six to one hundred eighty pound corner waiting for him on the edge. And so I just want to see him get a little bit stronger there if he can. I think that could go a long way. That is if he improves his speed and just overall athleticism altogether. Lastly here, the second thing that I think he really needs to work on. Um, I, I just want to see him continue to to develop his press game because I feel like he could be very good as a six-two, one 180-pound corner because those are usually long, lengthy corners. Think, you know, Richard Sherman to Brandon Browner types who can be very disruptive when they get their hands on you as a receiver. So with that being said, I'd like to see him, you know, Get those hands on the receiver a little bit quicker. Also, you know, in the right position as well. And not be afraid to be more physical with the receiver. Uh, Here's the deal. I don't know if he could be an outside corner, like a bump and run outside corner because of his speed and all that. But if he's somebody that you can move, you know, inside, maybe be more of a hybrid like safety linebacker type or just have him cover, you know, bigger receivers or tight ends. I think that could be really handy if you could be just a great press corner and just you know make that receiver struggle, make him fight for his life out there trying to get open. So you know that's something I'd like to see him uh, see him do, and see and, and in general also this is, is you know probably not entirely on him, but I'd also like to see how he fares against bigger receivers and tight ends because if he could be a guy that could just be you know. A shutdown corner, shut down cover guy against those bigger receivers. Then shoot, I'll offer him in a heartbeat if he could do it great, you know. But we'll just have to see about that. Alright, let's go ahead and talk about the things I really like about Courage here. Uh, number one, he's a very long corner has insane reach, I feel. And so he could be an excellent red zone presence on defense. There are a lot of times where, you know, the quarterback would either throw it up there or try to lead his receiver to the sideline to complete a pass. And Courage, you know, at six-two, he just has a very long arms. And he gets up there as well and just deflects it and, you know, gets a hand on it, if not, you know, almost picking it off. And so he's just like a very big presence. To have out there in the passing game especially in the red zone when you know passes are a little harder to make and the field is a lot smaller courage takes up a lot of space and you know that's why I said earlier about him working on his press game and just being a better cover corner I think he could be somebody that could just shut down players in the red zone so there you go he also showed he could play man end zone saw both of those like i said he's extremely long will get his hands uh on the ball if he's positioned right which you know a lot of the time he doesn't even need to be positioned right he's just long enough to get in there and you know cause trouble for that receiver there were some flashes and i mentioned this before where he was able to rattle a receiver and press them and you know by that time it causes a lot of disruption ...and that receiver's route and throws off the rhythm of things, and so I want to see more of that, but it's not like I didn't see any of it when watching his film, so there's some good stuff there. And then, you know, against the run, I did kind of ding him on his physicality against the run, but he's solid against the run, usually takes some relatively good angles... Um, But like I said, I want to see him get stronger. If he could be more of a force out there against the run, um, then, you know, I'd feel a lot better about him. And then also talking about him more as a red zone threat type of defensive player. I can't be putting out there a corner that can't be good against the run. And so, you know, you don't have to be the fastest guy or anything like that. But if you could be good against the run, if you could be a great red zone guy i mean i'll take it you know i really would so there you go Altogether, together i really like courage here he could potentially move over to safety and be very good there um you know and maybe not a bad corner either but we'll just have to see about that moving forward um i there's a lot that he has to prove In his senior year and you know obviously they're losing some legends out there and Tyler Onyedin, uh, Udoka Iziani both D1 guys with you know Tyler being a 3 star and Udoka going to a FCS so you know maybe there won't be as many opportunities against the pass just because the run game might be a little bit weaker. But we'll just have to see moving forward. I think Courage has a lot of potential here. I love the frame. Um, I feel like he could be a bit more physical. And, you know, he's somebody who could potentially be a, you know, a real menace out there. A menace to society out there even. If he improves some of the things that I mentioned here. So we'll just have to see. Anyways, thank you for rocking with us. Uh, This is episode 38, like I just said. And if you want to request a player, you know, free for you to uh dm us email us whatever um but if you want to request a player uh make sure you leave their name what position they play where they're from what high school they're from as well and then you know leave a link to their film to their most recent film ideally we want to have at least two to three minutes of quality film on there for us to you know properly make our evaluations at least and then we could fill in the rest but you know you gotta give us something there but either way thank you for listening to us if you're rocking with us on any major streaming platform which i imagine you are uh, go ahead and give us a good rating on spotify apple Podcasts, all that great stuff Uh, we appreciate all the big support and then show us some love on social media man that's instagram facebook twitter and tiktok And also subscribe to our YouTube channel. We'll be posting much more content there. Um, I think Cody mentioned this on the last episode. But I'm going to mention this right here before I forget. We're way behind on TikTok. So we're going to catch up in the summer. Probably post two or three a day. uh, And go from there. And so if you're waiting on your TikTok, sit tight. And we'll get it posted soon. But either way, thank you for rocking with us. And have a good day.